What it do, what it do, what it do, what it does, what the business be like. It's the BTS E365 podcast. And uh, I'm doing a, a live show on opening night of the NFL, you know, real quick, like some slight, you know. Uh, I got a special guest. You see the name at the bottom of the screen. You might not know the face. You might know the name. Might not know the name. If you're from Memphis, you might know him. Internationally known. I got a brother who's been doing this thing for 28 years, y'all. 28 years in the business. Anybody doing anything for 28 years, I got to, I commend them. You know what I'm saying? I commend them regardless. So, I ain't going to do too much more talking. Me and his brother met a few years back down in Dallas at the NFL draft. I think it's fitting. It's opening night of the NFL season. I got to have CJ custom clothes in here, man. What it do? What it do? What it do? What it do? First of all, Mr. Big, I'd like to thank yeah. you for having me on BTS E365 podcast for tonight. Uh, the start of the NFL season. I got the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay on TV now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You and me both. You and me both. You and me both. You and me both. So, CJ, man, look, as I told the people, you've been in business 28 years. And and doing anything for 28 years, like I said, is a blessing. So I never asked you this question since, you know, after we were introduced. How did you even get in the business of being a tailor? Like, like we don't see so many others. <laughs> Doing that, like I only know you and one other guy, and both of y'all from West Tennessee, ironically. So, like, tell the people how how did that even come about for you? Well, actually, you know what? I was in college playing. Well, let me back up. In high school, I was always known to be a well dressed person. Uh, I dressed mm -hmm. up every basketball game. Uh, I went to King High School and Simeon High School in Chicago. Uh, I played against guys like Tim Hardaway. Uh, who's my best friend, my boy Tracy Dildy, who's uh, in the Hall of Fame at UIC and King High School. Okay. Uh, my guy, Ronnie Duncan, who was the former Secretary of Education. And we all grew up together playing basketball. Oh, so, okay. you know, so when I was at King High School, my head coach, Sonny Cox, you know, would always And so as time went on, you know, I took home economics classes, learned how to sew, different avenues like that. Went to the yeah. We having some technical issues at this moment. And I was always I was asking him, I said, man, where did you get that shirt from? He said he had it custom made. And yeah. so one of the guys uh turned me on to the guy who custom makes shirts. And I started working with him. I got some shirts made from him first. A guy named Nico Perkins, mm -hmm. uh, who kind of taught me the ropes of the business. And then things just kind of grew. I mean, my first real client was, I mean, my guy, Tim Hardaway. And mm -hmm. it was funny. I, I made, I asked him, did he get his shirts made? He said, yeah. And so I ended up making him a couple of shirts for free. And he liked the shirt so much, he wanted some more. And the funny thing was the guy was like, I don't work during the Christmas holidays. And I'm like, this is my business. He was like, man, I don't work during Christmas holidays. So I ended up going to Atlanta, seeing Tim, showing him the swatches. He picked out like 20, 25 shirts. And that's kind of how I got started. 
Hey, that's what's up, man. Real friends right there. Oh, yeah. And, and pretty much all the guys that I played against in high school, college, all became assistant coaches. And they all bought, started buying shirts from me. And then they started turning me on to other coaches. And eventually I got into custom-made suits. And now I got over 40 college coaches, athletic directors, players. I mean, yeah. I've done clothes from guys like Donovan Mitchell, Buddy Hill, Trey Young. I mean, all pro linebacker, Bernard McKinney, Patrick Queen, LSU, yep. with the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Ty, uh, Ty Phillips that played at uh, Mississippi State, offensive tackle with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Milton Williams, defensive tackle for Louisiana Tech, who's a rookie with the um, Philadelphia Eagles. I even had Jeff Gladney, first-round pick Minnesota Vikings last year. Yep who's currently not in the league, but he will be getting back in. I've done close for Malik Beasley with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, I could go on. Joe Johnson, Gary Payton. I've made shirts for Shaquille O'Neal. I've done clothes with Steve Harvey, Cedric Tainer, and D.L. Hughley on the Kings of Comedy Tour. Get the hell out of here, DJ. Stop, man. I was just featured in the uh, CEO Weekly uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was one of the first tailors ever in Sports Illustrated. So, I mean, you know, I'm just blessed and fortunate. Bro. And I thank everybody who's given me an opportunity to do business with them. I mean, I even got Christian Fulton, who's the cornerback that the Tennessee Titans drafted last year from LSU. He's one of my clients. Sheesh. Damn, CJ. You really turn your network into your network. <laughs> like the saying, they were like, you know, your network going to determine your network. You really did that. And, and hey, hats off. Congrats on all of that and what's coming and the ones that didn't even get named. Because, see, I'm going to tell you I had a world work. First of all, anybody watching me right now, no, I ain't, they, they hardly see me in the ties. Especially <laughs> I ain't, ain't going to flex, you know. I said, man, I got CJ coming on the show. Uh, I got to, you know, I, I, I'm, I ain't got the custom judge yet, but I know who I'm going to. Whenever that day come, I know who I can call. I got. I ain't even got to be like, man. I wonder who can make me a custom suit. I already know. Got the number. It's 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 a lot. But I said today I'm a I'm gonna do right. My mother would be. I see you got your necktie on. I see you got your tie yeah, on. Got me a little tie on today. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do it right today. I'm gonna do it right today. Now, 28 years. You you from Chicago? Now Born and raised. Going mm -hmm. away now, you're based in West Ten in Memphis. Mm -hmm. What's it been like for you? Because both cities are like big time sports cities, especially for high school sports. Like, how how was that move from Chicago to Memphis, and how was I guess business affected in a positive way or a negative way? Well, for me, business has always been kind of positive, even doing even yeah. during the coronavirus last year. I mean, I still was man. I still, I did. I had 19 players in last year's draft. Okay, I had three in the first round. I had nine second round guys. I had some third round, fourth and fifth round guys who all made it. Right. So I mean, it, it kind of worked itself out. I mean, one of one of my newer clients who did very well with me was a Jerry Sneed, cornerback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh -huh. He came on from Louisiana Tech, ended up starting. Had a great, had a great last year. I, I think if he had, I heard he probably been a Pro Bowl player. 
Yeah, he's so, last year. Yeah, and so, you know, I got to go see him in another week or two. I got to go down to Kansas City to see him, get him in some clothes for the upcoming season. So, I mean, my last year's draft was very good. Uh, my NBA draft, I had three guys in last year's draft as well. So Sorry. it wasn't bad. <laughs> you know, and then this year I had 12 guys in this year's NFL draft, and I had two guys in this year's draft. I had Chris Duante, who was the 13th pick at Indiana Pacers, who wore a burgundy suit. Yeah. Him and his son matched. He was fresh, dog. He and uh, he had the black red bottoms on. And then I had uh, Io Dasum, University of Illinois, first-team All-American from Illinois, who got drafted by the Bulls. Should, by the way, should have been a first-round pick. Yeah, that was that. I was. I ain't gonna lie. When that didn't happen, I was shocked, and I don't know if that was because the team got put out early, upset in the first round. I don't know if that had something to do with his draft stock falling. But yeah, that that shouldn't happen. Well, he, he's a very. I, I've been knowing his father for forty six years. Me and his father grew up together in Chicago, mm. so you know I made some suits for him and everything. So I mean, it turned out well. Sometimes things happen that we can't control, right? you know, because to be honest with you, I was in talks with Jalen Suggs, uh, Cannon, uh, Kay Cunningham. I mean, Moses Moody. I mean, I was, I was, I was in the final two or three with at least six or seven guys who were in the top 15. So mm-hmm. that speaks a lot just for me being able to get out there and constantly able to network. Right. Right. So, Cause your, your, your work is seen everywhere. Whether you're in the building with it or not, they, you know what I'm saying? When you have them, because I, I didn't see some of the, just a little bit of what you show the world, you know, which is amazing because I'm like, this guy, when I met you, I was like, this guy don't, he don't be doing a whole bunch of rah rah, you know, none of that. Oh, no, none of that. None of that. I'll speak for I'm, itself. I'm very humble. I'm very low key. Um, a lot of times when people meet me, they would never know that I had a lot of clients. Um, I just kind of like, because really I, I'm not a big social media person mm. because I don't like everybody knowing my business. Yes, sir. So that's, I don't post a lot of guys on, on social media, but when people get to know me and talk to me, they'd be like, wow, man, we didn't know you had, you know, your clientele was that large. And I said, well, you would never know because that's not something I talk about. Right. You know, I meet people right. all the time. A lot of times I don't even tell people I make clothes until unless I think they're seriously interested in what I'm wearing or what I do. Right. And I, I do my own recruiting, you know. Also, there's another young man who I should have for this year's upcoming draft. I'm sure you, everyone watched the Clemson, Georgia game on mm-hmm. uh, last week. Number 17, Nicobe Dean, who oh. had five tackles, two sacks. Yes, he he's gonna be he's gonna be rocking CJ custom clothing come draft day. I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. And, and speaking of draft day, so for anybody listening and watching, first of all, thank you. I I actually met CJ in 2017 or 18. What what year was that draft in Dallas? I think it was 18 when my boy Josh Josh Jackson got drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Right, in the second round. Right, right. So we were introduced through a mutual acquaintance, I guess you could say. And, man, before I – I got to say it because it just popped in my head to say, I don't know if I ever thanked you for that day, but because of you, I was able to, like, really 
see some people and really network. Like because of you, I I, I met uh, Gary V. He did a video for me. Great um, guy, great guy. Right. Um, I met uh, T.J. Hushmanzada because of you. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Linebacker Roquan Smith. I got to interview his family. Um, it was a few other people like that. I just had a chance. Just because you said when we were on the phone, you said, "Hey, go to this hotel. That's where the rookies are gonna be and all they people." So if you're trying to do some business, you try to network, go there. And so I showed up, and thanks to you, I made a lot of connections that day, man. And and it was it was a it was a um, it was a good day. It was a, it was a real good day. Well, well, that's that's one of the things I've always felt I had to do is to give back. Mm-hmm. And so I always encourage people. I mean, because I mentor a lot of people who call me. I have guys in St. Louis, uh, California, out in the Bay Area. I mean, I have people call me all the time and ask me advice on how they should dress their clients, how they should approach the business. And I always tell people to call me because they said, man, you're the only person I've ever met. Hold on, we we lost you for a second. We lost him, but we gonna oh. We, we Hold on, CJ. Hello? You said when I got you. I got you now. I think I got you now. Okay. I said you know when guys call me, they say I'm one of the mm-hmm. most down to earth guys that they ever met because I'm I'm very approachable, and I always try to help people because once again, I didn't make CJ custom clothes. God put people my way to make CJ custom clothiers. You know, like to, even today, I went to see a client. I, I, he called me out of the clear blue sky. I went to see a client today, get over to his church. All of a sudden, another guy stops by, say he was looking for a tailor. End up getting a suit and a couple of shirts. Then another guy bought a couple of shirts outside the suit and a couple of shirts that the pastor bought. And it was like, wow. You know, sometimes things happen. Blessings happen for a reason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so I got a question, man. Like, what's the process like for you? Because I, I really want to get inside your mind, brother. Because I think this is a dope lane. So, anybody who know me, man, my dad, he like one of them old school. Like he, he, you know, church every Sunday, wearing sharp suits and all that. Never tacky, but they, he sharp. Now he sharp. And he loved to dress. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's his thing. Like, I can remember being a kid and he just want to go to the store. He want to, you know, get get suited and booted. So for you, what's the process like? Like, does it do you like sit with a client and try to just pick their brain and see what they're looking for? Try to match the clothes with the personality? Like, how does it work for you? Well, normally what I do, you know, it's a process, of course. Usually what I try to do is find out, if, do they have a favorite color, um, how they want the clothes to fit. Most of the time, guys have, they have pictures, you know, because mm. I encourage guys, bring me pictures and show me what you like. And a guy may show me on one of my Instagram posts, I want, it, I want the European, I want the tight fit, you know, that's how I want it to look. I want this particular color. I want the inside to look like this and so i kind of just i write a lot of things down and mm-hmm. i don't encourage you know guys don't always have to buy from me first time they meet because i always tell guys you know 
a lot of people charge for a a consultation fee. I don't charge any of that. You know, I like meeting people. So when okay. you meet people, it's fun. This is true. And so what we'll do, you know, we measure. And if, if they're ready to order, I always encourage, let's get you measured now. If you're not going to get anything now, let's wait until you're ready. Because sometimes the weight may go up, it may go down. And I would hate to measure then and then you wait a month later to order a suit. Mm. But normally most of the guys, they, they go ahead and get them a couple of suits when they first meet me. So it turned out to be a lot of fun. Okay, okay. Now, I touched on the Memphis connection right now. I, I know the city buzzing. I, I I got family, friends, close loved ones in the city. Like I'm I'm from Ripley, Tennessee, but I'm I I'm you know the M like a second, third home for me. Well, so I got you. it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of people talking. Y'all got Jalen Duran. You got Imani Bates. You got the uh, the Chandler brothers. You got the I mean the Lawson brothers are, are back in the fold. You know what I'm saying the Lawson family is back in the fold in Memphis. Um, Penny and you're what three? You're four. Year four. Yeah. So so no, I mean no, no year three. Year I think this is year three. The NIL is in four. No year four. Year four. This is year four. Okay. So with the NIL, all this buzz because I didn't think Imani Bates was going. I, I really didn't think he was going there. I didn't think he was going, going where? to Memphis. I didn't think Imani Bates was coming to Memphis. You want me to tell you something? What's that? I knew two months ago he was coming to Memphis. Because <laughs> you see, Jay. You see. Yeah, I knew he was coming. I mean, I, 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 knew, I knew he was coming, you know, because I had been hearing from his from 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 people that's around that area, closest to him, that Memphis was high on the list. Mm. So I kind of knew he was coming. And then uh, I knew Jalen Duran was coming. Um, I kind of, I know Jalen Duran's father. He's a bus driver out in Philadelphia. I know his uncle, Damon Moore. They put me on the young man a few years back. Hmm. Um, what I in turn do, did, I talked to uh, assistant coach Cody White, who's, uh, not Cody White, Cody, who's over at Memphis. Mm -hmm. Cody's a real good friend of mine. And I said, man, here's a kid who's a sophomore that you all need to get on early. And so they all started on this a little early. You know, uh, my man Cody Topper, he's the uh, assistant coach at Memphis. Great guy, great recruiter as well. And, and I mean, you know, they started doing their homework early. And uh, that's what happened. And as far as with Imani Bates, I really believe what really helped Memphis is because Memphis has this NIL going that's going to be really good. And another thing, I don't think he was going to stay at Michigan State because Michigan State did not have, does not have an NIL. It doesn't start till the following year. Mm. So I think one of the other other determining factors that helped outside Penny's outstanding recruiting efforts, him and his team, to get the young man to Memphis. Right, right, right. Man, that NIL didn't change the game, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it, man. If like, let's think if Memphis would have had that with Wiseman was there last year, it wouldn't. I mean, the other year, it wouldn't even been a problem. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, Wiseman would have stayed, but the NCAA was, you know, I think the NCAA was really wrong for what they did. Yeah. Because Penny did not know he was going to be getting a job at Memphis. He was just helping the kids' situation out, and I think because they knew Memphis was going to be extremely good. You're talking possibly a Final Four team. 
They was hating. Second year, they was hating. Them coach. I I I talked about this with one of my partners. From the time Penny took that job, Calipari, uh, and anybody else you can name, <laughs> that's a that's a top heavy recruit. It, it, it might not be the best coach, but they they do great at recruiting. They didn't want to see that young brother coming in there like he was coming in there. They didn't want to see that. Well, say that. I'm, I'm not going to say that Cal and him are like that because I know Coach Calipari. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Bill Self. Mm. You know, I know I met Roy Williams. You know, I've been to Duke because I had Jeff Capels as a coach who's at Pittsburgh now. I don't think them guys were like that. I you. think they were happy to see Penny yeah. come in there, but they were just, they were kind of surprised on how quickly he became successful in recruiting. It's, it was they did not expect that to happen so quickly. But people that's in the circle, I mean, Penny came in running. And another thing people don't know, you know, because I actually the very first suit that Coach Hardaway wore against LSU at LSU, his first coaching game. That's you. Was me. <laughs> that's the you. First suit he wore, sport coat slacks. Uh, I've done a lot of shirts for him with his one cent logo on it, which I'm the only one that does that with him and everything. So going on to say, oh, okay. go ahead. No, I said talk your talk, CJ. I'm, I'm we, just, we, just, we, just, we just doing what we do. Yes, but I, I just really believe uh, with a, a lot of things people don't know about Penny. P- Penny is a hard worker. Mm-hmm. He's up late at night studying film. These are a lot of things that people don't know, don't get to see, that I get, that I've seen. I, I've been to his office practices. Mm. You know, he works hard because right. he wants to prove to people that hey, even though I didn't have any college experience, I'm going to do well. And if you notice, when he got a job with no high, with no college experience, now you see uh, it opened up the doors for a lot of other NBA. Coaches yeah. to get jobs. Yes, yes, yes. Without him getting that first job and being successful, it would not have helped. You got the guys like Jawan Howard, right? The Deion Sanders, right? The uh, a man up at Tennessee State, uh, George. George. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense though. It, like, like I don't understand these old way of thinkings. Like these old these old routines of, well, the guy has to go through the ringer and he needs to go up the ladder this way because, especially in college basketball, like if you can recruit the best players and you got some coaching experience from what I see, you're going to be all right. Well, I'm going to say this. What, 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 really, what really what it was is that with Penny, you know, Penny could have went to Ole Miss. Ole Miss had Ole Miss wanted him right. to be a head coach. And as time went on, it became, well, do we make him a head coach or an associate head coach? Yeah. And, you know, Coach Hardaway was not going to accept anything less than being a head coach. Right. That's first of all. And it, it, and it wasn't the people didn't want him being a head coach is that the other powers to be did not want him to be a head coach. They wanted him to come in, be an associate head coach. That's what I'm saying. That's not cool. Bring in all the players and help build another coach 
to take him to new heights, exactly. and then he was to take over. Exactly. That's not how you do that, you know, because you're not going to do everyone that way. And so he waited, and when uh, the opportunity came at Memphis, you know, he was the only one that I believe uh, they interviewed for the job, and then he became the coach. It was a no-brainer. It, it had exactly. It had to happen. If you're gonna fire a 20 win coach, you got to bring the guy in like himself, who not even without the college experience, his track record in high school speaks for itself. His track record as a former All Star should speak for itself. You know, like and he's one of Memphis's favorite sons. It only made sense. Well. A shame if you'd have let him go to Ole Miss now. Exactly. And he would have took all that talent with him. You so what do you do? Do you, do you go ahead and not hire him and let him bring the talent with him? Or do you let someone else get that talent and then, then Memphis looks bad? So Memphis, the only logical thing Memphis could have done was to buy be out and to bring in Coach Hardaway. Because if you didn't, Somebody else was going to bring him in, and all that talent would have left Memphis. Exactly. And it would look bad. He's been winning 20 games, 22 games every year somewhere else and not winning in his hometown. Not only that, he fills up the stadium. Yes. He sells tickets. Penny sells tickets. Penny no sells question. He sells tickets. He's a great guy, though. I mean, very humble guy. You would think a guy with all the success – Mm -hmm. And, you know, the money that he has. But he's very humble. He's very approachable. Very. And, and he's nice to people. That's the yeah. funny thing. He's very yeah. nice to people. I've uh, I've met Penny twice. Uh, once was, man, it's been a while. This was like 2013, I think, when he was still coaching at um, the middle school in Memphis. They went up to Martin, Tennessee for a state tournament. And uh, <laughs> I'm walking behind him. One of my homeboys, Tony Hudson, we had the game, and Tony say, man, that's Penny. I say, Penny who? Anthony Hardaway, Memphis, Orlando Magic. I said, man, nigga, that ain't Penny Hardaway in Martin, Tennessee. Man, I'm telling you, man, that's Penny. So the fan in me, I had to get a little closer. <laughs> I said, damn, that is Penny Hardaway. And I couldn't do – I wasn't podcasting really at the time, but I knew I needed it. I said, I got to take a picture with this guy. So I said, he, he he was like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Uh, then I met him at the state tournament, uh, TSSAA state tournament, when he was coaching at East. Mm -hmm. Same, cool, you know, hey, what's up, how you doing? Shaking hands, smile, nice. And it's like, like you say, a person with that kind of stature, as you will, <clears throat> don't have to be nice. They should be, but they're not always pleasant and approachable. As Penny, so I, I I definitely can uh second what you just said. Now, Ooh, no question. Now, um, <laughs> your boy, uh, oh man, I can't remember that. Jackson, Josh Jackson. Oh, he's in New York. He's with the New York Giants now. He's with the Giants, and I just posted my. That's why. That's why I brought that up. I'm glad you. Perfect, sick. That's perfect. You caught that. He with the Giants now. I got the Giants winning the NFC East, man. I got nope. to in the NFC East, man. Not, not, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be honest with you. Talk to me. If my client, Randy Gregory, does what he's supposed to do. Okay. Yes, number 94. Yeah, he's playing he, right now. I know he is. Right and my now. other guy, Mari Cooper, of course. Yeah. Number 19. 
Yeah. And then I got another guy, Neville Gilmore, on that team as well from Oklahoma. Okay. So if they do the Cowboys supposed to help, if they handle their business. They if, they, if, if everyone stays healthy, they'll win the NFC East. They'll win it. Okay. If everyone is healthy. Giants will challenge, but I think Dallas's defense is going to show up. And if they all stay healthy, they're going to be very good this year. I ain't, I ain't going to argue with y'all, no. I normally, you know, I'm, I'm a 49ers fan, so me saying anything positive about the Dallas Cowboys is, is tough. It's, 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 it's very tough. But um, I'll just say they might win nine games of everybody healthy. Okay. Well, I, I, mean, I got a San Francisco jersey upstairs in my theater room up there. Uh, you know, from my man Buckner when he played at San Francisco. The Ford, man, I hated we traded the Fords, man. It, it was, I was sick too. Man, that hurt me right there. I, that, I, I still don't understand the logic behind that trade. It was money, money involved. They didn't want to pay him the money. They should have paid him. I mean. Because him and Eric Armistad, Eric, I've done some work with Eric Armistad as well because he played yeah. at Oregon. See, I get a lot of Oregon players as you. As you hear me yeah, just yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, I hear that now. Yeah, uh -huh. I, hear I see the connection now. But oh yeah, and then my other my other young man just signed with Oregon for basketball, uh Kyle Ware. Okay. Uh, Little Rock ranked 13th in the country. He signed with Oregon. Uh he'll be playing that next year in basketball. Oregon got some talent. They had bowl bowl. Haley hurt his foot when he was up there, but Oregon, Oregon stay loaded. Now, uh <laughs> back to the I, they paid Armstead. But didn't pay Buckner, traded Buckner. I said, you could have traded Armstead. I, Buckner is a better version of Armstead, in my humble opinion. Just my humble well, opinion. Well, well, Armstead is from – he's from Sacramento. Right. He's yeah, from he's, the San Jose. He's from that area. Right. He's so been watching him a long time. Yeah, they – they they. I, I've seen all the community work and stuff that he does in Sacramento in the offseason. So, yeah. I he mean – He play basketball, too. He used to play basketball, too. Hmm. The more you know, didn't know that, didn't know that. So, CJ, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. I got two questions that I always ask. Favorite movie and favorite artist. Favorite movie. Hmm, I like Hootlum. Okay, that's a, good, that's a nice little movie. Uh, I, well, I like that movie with Lawrence Fishburne because I like the, the dress because they, they're clean. They got suits on in that one. Original type gangsters. There you go. Favorite artist. You know what? I kind of like that 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 young man, little baby. He's Memphis. Uh, I may have an opportunity to meet him because the company he's with QC. Yeah. I have a couple, I have a couple of clients with them. Okay. And so I like that song with him. Uh, little baby, little dirt, yeah, and, uh, DJ Cali. Yes, sir. I, I like that song. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's yes, my super sir. song. That's 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 a good song right there. That's a good song. Hold on, let me let me let me, let me turn you up a little bit. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I like this. I ain't gonna lie. First time I heard this song in my car, it got to hitting so hard, and I had to I had to like park somewhere. I said, hold on, man. Let me listen to this and turn it back on. I had to I had to put it on repeat. I had, I had to run it back like a DJ. Now, for people who want to contact CJ after the day, right, anybody listening, because this, this is a video, this is audio, it's all of it. 
So anybody listening that might not be watching, watching later, whatever, how can they get a hold of you? Well, it's easy. I tell anybody to call me. My number is 901-378-8273. Again, my number is 901-378-8273. If they can't get the number, go. I'm on Google, on CJ Custom Clothiers, and that's spelled C-L-O-T-H-I-E-R-S. But if you type in CJ Custom I mean, everything about me will probably pull up my whole life history, which is funny. <laughs> so now everything, everything is on Google these days. This is true. What's that phone number? One more time. 901-378-8273. Mm -hmm. 8273. Or you can go CJ Custom Clothier, C-L-O-T-H-I-E-R-S dot com. That'll pull up my website. Mm -hmm. Or you can go Clarence underscore 2525, which was my college number when I played basketball on my Instagram. Okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. So I had to, I had to get that information. I want people to see that on the ticker right there. I need them to see that across the bottom of that screen right there whenever they're watching this later, you know, they can see how to get and in touch with you. And I, you know, people can always call and ask questions. Oh. You know, I don't mind that. They can, you know, DM me on my Instagram. You know, if you have a question, something you want to know, you know, how to get into the business, how did I act, you know, how I get started, how do I get my clientele? I mean, it's 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 all in God's plan. Always. That's you know, so I'm just like I said, I'm just thankful and grateful, especially for all the opportunities that you know everyone has given me in the 28 years of me being in business. 28 years, brother. Man, that's a blessing. That's a, it is. That's, that's, a, that's a real life blessing right there, brother. Like, damn. Congratulations. And more life and more blessings to come. CJ, I'm going to let you go. Enjoy the rest of the week one. See you, boy. Let's see what 94 going to do tonight at 19. I do need Amari Cooper to score a touchdown at any point for my. Uh, I hope he's playing tonight. I hope he's playing tonight. He's he playing. He playing. The first play uh, Cowboys drive, he caught like a 20. 20-yard pass from Dak, something like that. So, yeah, he playing. He well, playing. well, make sure you check out my boy Antonio Winfield and them on the other side of there. Hey, we threw up the Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. But, well, Big, I appreciate you always. Have yes, me on BTSE 360 Podcast Sports, hanging out with you. Yes, you sir. know, you hit me anytime. I'll oh. be in Nashville tomorrow. Got to get this money. Hallelujah. How long are you in town? Man, look, I got a meeting, so. Okay. You know, okay. I come in, I'm meeting, yep. then I'm heading to Atlanta, then I'll be down in Athens, Georgia okay. this weekend. Okay. 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 Well, look, holla at me, man. I appreciate you, brother. We're going to do this again throughout the season. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Everyone out there that's listening and who's not, you all be blessed and be safe out there and wear those masks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Holler back. Peace, my brother. Peace. Peace. Hey, shout out to CJ's custom clothes, man. That guy, a real solid dude. That's a, that's a stand-up guy right there. Like, when I tell y'all he didn't know me from Adam, and he just, we on the phone talking like, yeah, bro, I'm from West Tennessee. Oh, for real, I live in Midwood. Like, we just shooting the shit. And he told me to come to this little hotel downtown, 
It's going to be some rookies there. And I bumped into a whole lot of people, got a whole lot of content, got a whole lot of plays that was made. Shout out to Dallas. They one of my highest viewed uh, cities in the country. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. And uh, yeah, we out. BTSE 365. <laughs>